Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Gentlemen, welcome to the 2019 Mouse's Ear. Wait, the 2019 Mouseketeers. The 2019 Mouskers Award. My name is Landon Doan, and tonight we come together to celebrate exceptional achievements, outstanding performances, and genre-defined masterpieces of theme park engineering. Disney Park set the bar for immersive experiences. I mean, where else are you gonna ride rides and attractions that transport you to another time and place so vividly and so believably? Whether it be sailing with a merry band of pirates on a swashbuckling adventure, jumping into the pages of a storybook with characters like Winnie the Pooh and Tigger 2, or blasting off into space to discover uncharted planets. Disney Parks offer experiences that capture the imagination of children of all ages and create memories that last a lifetime. But even in a world where every experience is magical, there are some that just have a little bit more pixie dust than the rest. So tonight, we pause for just a moment to recognize those that soar to the highest heights at all of the Walt Disney World resorts. And we say thank you for taking us along for the ride. Presenting our first award tonight is actually the only member of the Monorail family that currently resides in the Sunshine State. You may have heard she was finally successful in what was a five-year quest for one of those unobtainable Columbia Harbor House lobster rolls. And now she fills her time avoiding pineapples at the Polynesian and enjoying old fashions all over Disney Springs, but if we're being honest, mostly at Morimoto Asia. Ladies and gentlemen, my friends and yours, Samantha Monorail. Thank you, thank you. Please, please hold your applause. So tonight, our first award is Best Costume Design on a Ride or Attraction. And the nominees are, It's a Small World, Haunted Mansion, Festival of the Lion King, Spaceship Earth. May I have the envelope, please? And the winner is... Uh, uh, all right, thanks. Uh, hold on, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to have to ex excuse me for just uh, one second. Apparently, our uh, second presenter is uh, not going to make it tonight. Apparently, she is, quote, uh, really in the zone on this Ratatouille fan fiction I'm working on. I don't even know what that... Wait, wait, hold on, excuse me. We have her? Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, presenting the April Ludgate Dwyer of the Monday, Monday Morning Monorail, McKenna Monorail. Hello, my Ratatouille fan fiction will have to wait. This just called for me. So our category two is best special effects on a ride or attractions. And the nominees are my favorite, The Haunted Mansion, Navi River Journey, Flight of Passage, and The Tower of Terror. And please excuse me calling it my favorite. I'm apparently not supposed to do that. All right. And our winner is... Passage. Uh, 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 sorry. Uh, uh, I apologize. I do not know why the producers were so insistent on so many costume changes for a podcast. Uh, great job, McKenna. Uh, presenting our next award is a man who has appeared as many times on this show as the chicken nuggets themselves. That would be Kevin from the Mouse Knows Best podcast. Thank you, thank you. I like being compared to chicken nuggets. It's nice. <laughs> um, so for my category, I've got 
The best ride or attraction attraction song. And the nominees are Haunted Mansion, Grim Grinning Ghost, Soren, Soundtrack, Splash Mountain, Zippity Doodah, and Pirates of the Caribbean, A Pirate's Life for Me. And the winner is... If I can open the envelope. Haunted Mansion, Grim Grinning Ghost. Thank you, Kevin. Our next presenter is a man of many names. To his loyal subjects, he is the Gummy Bear King. To his listeners on this podcast, he's Garrett Monorail. To his parents, he's going to be in trouble if he doesn't clean up his room, young man. No, not really. I made that part up. But we all know him as his true name, Chicken Nugget. Take it away, Nug. Uh, The next award is for... The best picture, otherwise otherwise known as on ride photo op nominees. Well, the nominees are Test Track, Tower of Terror, Splash Mountain, and Expedition Everest. So the winner is Splash Mountain. Thank you, Garrett. Great job. Uh, And this brings us to the middle portion of our program. And it's at this time, we'd like to take a moment to remember those rides and attractions that we'd lost in the last few years. Gone, but never forgotten. And you'll be in our hearts. Always. In the arms of... Wait. I'm being told we don't have the rights to that song. Please continue. (laughs) Thank you, Landon. You know, we've had a good time tonight. And really, that's what it's all about. Lasting memories, laughs, the joy. But sometimes we got to take just a step back and remember that these rides that that we're enjoying today, they may not be with us always. And we got to treasure the memories that we make um, as we experience the rides today because someday they may be gone forever. I just want to take a moment tonight to remember a couple of those rides and attractions that we lost in the last couple of years. So please... Bow your heads as I say these names. At the Hollywood Studios, The Great Movie Ride, August 2017. Make sure you've got your Kleenexes ready. Disney Junior Live on Stage, September 2018. At Animal Kingdom, Flights of Wonder, January 2018. Rafiki's Planet Watch. It may come back, but may never be the same again. We'll miss you, October 2018. Over at Epcot, Ellen's Energy Adventure, August 2017. The Circle of Life in the Land Pavilion, February 2018. And then last but not least, at the Magic Kingdom, Stitch is still closed. Uh, That that hurt. Thank you, Jay, for those uh, moving tributes. And also, uh, the most metal award for the year was when that one dragon caught on fire in, in that parade at Walt Disney World. That was awesome. Presenting our next award, welcome back to the stage, noted pineapple connoisseur, Samantha Monorail. Ew. The next award is for best character in a leading role on a ride or attraction. The nominees are the Skippers. Jungle Cruise, Brer, Brer Rabbit, Briar Rabbit, <laughs> Splash Mountain, Dr. Grant Seeker, Dinosaur, Mickey Mouse, Fantasmic. And the winner is... The Skippers, Jungle, Jungle Cruise. <laughs> Yay! Thank you very much. Well-deserved uh, award for the skipper at the Jungle Cruise. Uh, once again, please welcome back to the stage. She founded the movement. And for just pennies a day, you too can hashtag save the Muppets. Operators are standing by. McKenna Monorail, ladies if and gentlemen. If Ribby is not here, then what am I doing here? Like, are you You're just... contracted oh, to. Oh, I'm on? Yes, come on. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> All right. And our next category is best ride or attraction queue. So... What are we waiting for? Oh. All right. And the nominees are Flight of Passage, Fast Pass Line, Haunted Mansion, Toy Story Mania, 
Expedition Everest and Test Track. The winner is... Expedition Everest! All right, kind of a shocker in that one. A personal favorite of mine, but uh, thought that award would have gone differently. Our next presenter thinks that Tarly is going to end up on the Iron Throne when it's all said and done. Welcome back to the stage, Kevin. <laughs> uh, that's not what I think. Uh, he's not going to win the Game of Thrones. That, that's what it says in the script. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. King John forever. Anyway, um, so... For this one, uh, this this next category is best original ride, which would classify as a non-intellectual property ride. The nominees are Expedition Everest, Haunted Mansion, the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover, Space Mountain, and Pirates of the Caribbean. And the winner is... I'm excited for this one. This is a drum roll. Please. Thank you. The Haunted Mansion. Woo! No, you stop that. Uh, apparently, we got one of our uh, spectral, excuse me, guests in the house tonight. And finally, bringing this train wreck to a close, presenting our final award tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage special guest presenter, Michael Eisner. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not happening. Welcome back to the stage, the notorious NUG Chicken Nugs. Sorry, I'm just um, drinking my haters' tears. Um, the, ne- the next award is for the best ride or attra- attraction based on a film or IP, which um, they're, they're all just mediocre. Wow, I did. <laughs> the nice. the nom- the n- I actually take back my last, uh, my last statement because these are actually pretty good rides and, and attractions. Uh, the nominees are Tower of Terror, Flight of Passage, Toy Story Mania, and Phantasmic. All right. And the winner is... Flight of Passage. Wow, wow, what a night, what a night. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all so much for coming out tonight. We laughed, we cried, it was better than cats. Congratulations to all of our award winners, to the others who were nominated. I would say it was just an honor to be nominated, but come on. We all know that's loser talk and that's a lie. A very special thank you to our panel of judges on out there in the internet land. We thank you all so much. We would like to thank our sponsors. Um, I'd like to thank Lauren. It's always been a dream of mine to host. Uh, I want to apologize to Matt Damon that we ran out of time. And what better way to bring this evening to a close than a ridiculously expensive overproduced bloated musical number with fireworks and featuring my friend and yours the disco yeti my name is landon doan thank you all very much have a great night starlight starlight I wish for chicken nuggets. I wish, I wish for this to be over. I wish for Remy the Rat upon a star. I wish that Walt Make Disney's no lawyers won't difference. sue us for this. The Mouseker Awards were brought to you by the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. Your director was Justin Krutzinger. Your host, Landon the Dawes Doan. Our presenters were McKenna Monorail, Samantha Monorail, Garrett Chicken Nugget Monorail, and Kevin. Thank you so much for joining us. Come back next year. We're out.
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Justin Monorail. Hope you enjoyed the 2019 first annual Mouseker Awards. Depending on, you know, feedback, we might do this again next year and, and maybe open up some new categories and who knows, maybe La La Land will win. <laughs> no. <laughs> By the way, I wrote the jokes for this. Well, except for Landon. Landon wrote his own jokes. But I wrote the jokes for the kids, and I just want to say, nailed it. But Garrett dropped my La La Land joke, and that just was rude. But anyway, um, there was some really big news this past week, guys, and I just didn't feel like we could have a show. How could we call ourselves a Walt Disney World podcast and not talk about the news coming out, strategically timed, by the way, right up against the Universal announcement about uh, the Hagrid, Hagrid's ride? Do you think that was planned at all? I totally think that was on purpose. <laughs> yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Uh, but... We've all kind of been wondering, like, what is the future of Epcot? Or as I like to call it, Epcot Center 82. Where is it headed? What are they going to do with that Wonders of Life pavilion? Are we ever going to see what the vision or really understand what the future for that park is? Understand, it's still probably the second or third most attended park in the world, but it really needs some love and it needs a vision set for it. So we got a little insight into that this week with a very special announcement coming out and I just wanted to talk a little bit about that and get your all's thoughts. And spoiler alert, I'm feeling pretty positive about it. But let's just start out with number one. The very first thing that we saw, we got to see some concept art from the Disney Parks blog and Walt Disney World release, uh, news release website. The very first thing you that probably caught your eye is all those Leave a Legacy monolith. You know, they look like they were built by the Egyptians and they've been there forever. They're... The Phoenicians. That's right. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> they're being moved out. When you got gold like that, you got to be on mic, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're getting moved out. They're going to be outside the park, and we're getting a whole new, very green, very lush entrance. That that kind of is a throwback to old, old Epcot. And a new fountain right in front of Spaceship Earth. And flags. And flags. We're getting flags. All Who doesn't love flags? Who doesn't love flags? Maz Kanata <laughs> loves flags. Everybody gets a flag. So... I mean, if you look at the concept art, it looks beautiful. Guys, what were your thoughts? Just Let's just talk about the entrance first. How are you feeling about it? I think it's exciting because, I mean, you have made reference just literally minutes ago. We've wondered what Epcot is going to look like in the future. And it does seem like here recently, Disney really has started to ramp up what they're going to be doing. And the concept art that they've released, I mean, like it really harkens back to the videos and the pictures that you see when Epcot opened day one. And I don't know, like, like, it hits you right in the nostalgia feels, at least from the, you know, like I said, concept art they've released. But I, I like what they've what they've announced so far, and I'm excited to see where that goes. Yeah. What do you think, Kevin? Right in the nostalgia. I like mm. it. <laughs> um, my biggest takeaway from the entrance is the topiaries. I want to know if those are going to be... Like permanent. Yeah, yeah. permanent or ju- if this picture is taken during Flower and Garden. So I'm... I, I think that would be pretty cool if they were like permanent, kind of like the ones outside studios. Yeah, the picture shows us several topiaries. The one right in front is uh, you've got Sorcerer Mickey. You can see Belle and Beast. And that is a good question. And I see Pooh back there holding a yeah. balloon. For all of you non-IP people, those are a lot of IPs. Well, yeah. Well, that's one thing. <laughs> we're going to get to more of that. But yeah, it's it's uh, IPs are going to be everywhere uh, once this comes out. Garrett, wh- Garrett, what are you thinking about it when you see this picture? I really do like the picture. I like all of the... Um all the nature, and it looks very modern. Modern, very lush. Sam, where do you stand? I think it looks beautiful. I mean, I love what they've done. It. I. I agree. I hope the topiaries is something that will be there because uh, I. I really like it. It just makes it look nice. And I love that they say a reimagined fountain, but that fountain is like a day one fountain. Like I, I don't know. It's it's really cool. And, and those flags are awesome. I'm excited. I really am excited. One of the things that I really thought was cool, at least from the concept art that they've released, was the Let's Play Pavilion. Because, I mean, it has a very futuristic and vastly different look from everything else around it, at least from the uh, concept art. Now, we don't know what it's going to be around when it finally does come to uh, fruition, but at least from the concept art, it feels really cool and futuristic. And uh, even though I haven't seen it, Jay, you were saying it kind of looks like, uh, what was the scene from? Like uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Ralph Breaks the Internet. When uh, when Vanellope goes to Oh My Disney. Mm -hmm. I mean, seriously, that was the first thing that hit me when I saw it. I looked at it and I was like, this looks like what we saw in the preview for Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, and Ralph like, even though I never saw the sequel, we see that in in the, in the trailer. I didn't know it was called mm-hmm. Oh My Disney or whatever fun name, but it really does have that very striking visual, you know, almost like punk 
look to it with like neon punk. There we go. Yeah. And thank you for taking us there. That, that was a good segue because that's exactly where I wanted to go. And, and so let's talk about that pavilion a little bit more. The new pavilion will include first of its kind experiences devoted to playful fun, inviting guests into an innovative interactive city. I think that's an interesting word choice. Um, city bursting with games and hands-on activities. Friends and family will interact with their favorite Disney characters. IPs everywhere. Hey. Um, in an energetic metropolis, unlike anything we've ever seen before at Epcot, the as-yet-unnamed space will come to life under the vast dome of the pavilion previously known as Wonders of Life. More recently, it's been used as a, fe- a festival center, so they always use it anytime food and wine, the flowering garden. They do use it for things, but it's just it's basically been like a temporary space when they need it. Overflow. Um, yeah, overflow. And, and if you've seen any of the videos, I'm not trying to promote this at all or say that this is a good idea, but people have frequently been able to go in the Wonders of Life Pavilion and kind of sneak off stage yeah, and, and go see like where the body wars used to be and go yes. see cranium command mm-hmm. and see buzzy, which was weird because his face was still lit up. Really? Yeah. That video, like I think I've seen the video you're yeah. referencing. It's eerie, but it's to me, it's weird that they had this unused space that they just left like this forever. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and left the rides pretty much intact. Yeah. Oh, by you the should, way, once, you should check it out. It's once again, we do not condone no, this. No, we do in not condone any way possible. That will get so you banned from all it. Walt Disney No, World. Yeah, I was just about to say that, but we are suggesting that Samantha needs Please to do not get, <laughs> don't get thrown into Disney jail. Don't get banned from Disney for life. This guy, if you watch the video, and I'm not going to say it exactly who it is, or because I, I, again, I don't want to promote it, but what it, it's interesting to watch. But at the end of it, he gets busted by Disney police and basically banned, never, you know, told never to come back. Yeah, lifetime yeah, ban across all Disney properties. Yeah. Let that sink in. Yeah. So anyway, don't do this. But but anyway, the point is, Wonders of Life been sitting there untouched for a very long time. And this is going to give the whole place new life. And I really think the word choice in this release is so interesting to me that they call it a metropolis, a city, an interactive city. So first thoughts, I'm going to show Garrett a picture of it because I don't know if you've seen the picture yet. A monstropolis. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, but first thoughts that I had when I saw the picture, again, I thought, oh, my Disney, Ralph breaks the internet. But I also thought, hold on a second. Is this going to be like an upgraded like uh, Disney Quest 2.0 kind of thing? Ooh, I because Disney Quest is like I, I have a love hate relationship with Disney Quest because in theory, like I thought it was a great idea, and the last time I was down at Disney, it was still open. And when we got hit with one of those, you know, eight hour uh, Florida thunderstorms that are so much fun, like Disney Quest was a perfect place to just go wait out the rain. But I mean, obviously, there's a reason that we don't have Disney Quest anymore. But at the same time, like looking at this, I would be cool if this was what Disney learned with Disney Quest, what worked and what didn't, and just kind of re, uh, reimagined the idea, so to speak. And if you look around at the concept art, there's some things that jump out to me. First of all, over on the right-hand side, there's a space that says hotel, um, right there on the right. And then there's a cinema. I, I want to mention something. Yeah, go ahead. The people are interacting with, with holograms. You think that's what that is? You They're think- glowing. The characters are glowing. Interesting. Hmm. And I, I mean, we've seen in recent years, the hologram uh, technology has gotten to the point where we're bringing back, what, didn't we see Tupac a few years ago or something? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, Tupac's still alive, but never oh, mind. Oh, well, well, yeah, but performing as a hologram. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I have so many thoughts about this. Kevin, I know you're still kind of exploring the picture. What do you think? so many IPs. I love it so much. Okay, so there's like Nick Wilde is yep. right over here. Yep. And then Olaf's back there. Aurora's over here. That's Peter Pan's ship. Inside out. out. Incredibles. Like what? Man, oh, you, I miss the Incredibles one. I, yeah. I feel I, I feel like I've seen that building before, but I don't know like where yeah. from. But then there's also an Aristocats. Yeah, you got Mickey right here in the foreground yeah, holding hands with. He's got a light here. He's got a buzz thing. Like this is so cool. It's, uh, for the people who don't like IPs, you're gonna you avoid avoid this because it's <laughs> gonna be my personal. It, heaven. it does look really cool. I feel mm-hmm. like I would want to spend a lot of time there. Yeah. Well, and especially like you were pointing out some of the stuff they were saying in the press release for it. I'm wondering they described it as like an interactive city or, mm-hmm. or like, you know, more than just a part of a park. I'm wondering if they're taking again what they're learning, but this time with Galaxy's Edge, and are they gonna take some of those tricks and install this over at Epcot, particularly in the Let's Play Pavilion? Yeah. It's a, it's who knows, you I know. Like those holograms that Garrett mentioned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. That would be super cool. Sam, what are you thinking about this? I think it looks really neat. Um, 
I think it'll be good because it's going to, we all have to remember that they've got to make some of these kids happy too. So um, I think this will be something really big for for kids. I think they'll love it. Parents will find themselves there a lot. I th- I like it. I'm excited for it. Yeah. And I wonder if we should take this as an indication of what we're going to see whenever they are updating these pavilions in, in Epcot. Like this is just kind of dipping the toe in it that, I, and Kevin's getting a big smile on his face right now just thinking about it. But uh, There's going to be so many characters and all. Well, you know, we're already getting Remy in France. Mm-hmm. We're getting it. There's going to be a new Mary Poppins ride, potentially. That's been a rumor in England. There that might be a good. new per- Mary good. Poppins ride. There's, uh, I think there's a new uh, Beauty and the Beast show mm-hmm. in, coming, to, coming yeah. to France. So IPs, they're here to stay, guys. And I know that this is one of those things that I tend to be a little curmudgeonly about because, like I said, I call it Epcot Center. It's Epcot 82 to me forever. And, and the experimental prototype community of tomorrow. So let me jump back. When I see the concept art for the Play Pavilion, I like that they make it look like a city. And I think this is when, in the press release, they say that they're designing these new things with Epcot's vision in mind, its original vision. And I think that's why you're seeing it designed the way that it is. It's supposed to be like a place where people are, quote unquote, living and learning Mm. and playing and growing, right? Because, I mean, this looks vastly different from anything else in any of the Walt Disney World properties. Yeah. Now, again, this is just concept art, and concept art and actual real-life product might be different, but at the same time, this is Disney we're talking about, and, I mean, they're not going to release something if they don't think they can do it. Yeah. I want to read a quote from George A. Caligritis, the president of Walt Disney World Resort. There's a couple of things I'm going to point out about this quote. Epcot has always been and always will be an optimistic celebration of the real world that is brought to life through the magic of Disney. The exciting plans we have on the horizon... We'll honor Epcot's rich legacy of creativity and innovation while continuing to exceed the expectations of our guests for decades to come. Subtle. Hmm. (laughs) If we want to dissect every word of this statement, (laughs) he did just throw a horizon in there. (laughs) Horizon. You might get horizons for like a couple months until all this is done. I know. (laughs) But one thing we haven't mentioned yet is they they did say that they're going to use the uh, Odyssey restaurant that's that's really been um, in use for festivals and things like that nowadays. They're going to use this as like a new preview center for what's to come to Epcot, which I find kind of interesting as well. Yeah. So my question about that is when are they planning on like remodeling the inside of that and making it? You know, because there's always a festival going on. Yeah. So it's like, when are you right. going <laughs> to... Festival center. When are you going to do that? <laughs> it's, you know? Yeah. The, the quote says, guests will be able to visualize the exciting plans for Epcot when the doors open later this year on a new experience center in the Odyssey Events Pavilion. They'll discover engaging and interacting interactive exhibits that showcase the relentless innovation, energy, and excitement driving the future of the park all throughout this unprecedented period of transformation. Guys... Changes are coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I read somewhere that the leaving the legacy stones that they're going to start like doing the construction on those. This I don't know stuff. if it was a real picture. I saw on Twitter walls were up and yeah. they were moving stuff yeah. already. That's crazy. I mean, wow. with only- cha- with changes happening all the time, you you can never be bored. <laughs> That's true. That's if true. Only, if only there was an inside person on the ground in Florida that could go look and see if walls are up at Epcot. That's right. I wish we had an embedded reporter Man. living in the Orlando area. That's unfortunate. Everybody Everybody hey, I could go today. If Who you has guys nothing want. to do today? <laughs> yeah, w- let's go. Let's send you over there. Go take pictures for us. Let's see if they're moving those stones. And also, take a video. Okay. Take a video of the gondolas moving at mock speed because I don't know if you all have seen so that, but those things are flying on the cables right now. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen those. Oh, they're videos. going fast. They, yeah. People were complaining about the AC. You will not. You, yeah, you're AC. not going to be lacking AC because it's going to have a nice breeze blowing through when you're going okay. 60 miles an hour I on a cable. I didn't see Whoa. them going fast. I saw them going up. Yeah, test but I didn't the see sky. them going. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. It's not that. But it's faster than what I thought. Um, yeah, they, they've been testing just upping the speed, and these things are moving. Oh, yeah, they're faster than like a lot of like the spinning rides, like Dumbo and the carpets. I really feel like they look faster yeah. than how fast Because, I mean, if you, if, if you said they go up to 60 miles... No, that's okay. a lie. Okay, I was going to say, because I know this is a Disney <laughs> podcast, scared. but uh, just across the street in Orlando, uh, you know that Incredible Hulk roller coaster? That starts at 40 miles an yeah. hour. So I'm, oh, yeah. just, I'm imagining just you being thrown through the air in a bucket. Like, oh, sweet. It's the people breaker. Zero to 60 real quick. Yeah. I'm going to find a video Zero for you to 60 to the hospital in eight seconds. 
because holy crap, these things really move. Sa- Sam, have you seen the videos of them moving that? Whenever thing? they stop no. at, at the end of, of their trip, they f- do a flip at the end. <laughs> right. They just have like a trap door you just drop out of the bottom. They open the door and just a bunch of broken crash test dummies fall out. Pull the lever, Kronk. Kronk <laughs> <Rock> lever. <laughs> So I've got a video pulled up for Landon to see. You can take that. And when it, I just want you, I want to get your reaction when you see these things moving. So this angle isn't a great angle that they're showing right now. This, by the way, the video we're watching is from WDW News Today. Yeah, shout out to them. Yeah, they do a great job with all this stuff. They're always breaking. Anytime anything's happening the day of, they're showing it to us. But when we had seen the gondola testing previously, I would say they were moving at like two, three miles an hour. I, they were moving very, very slow. Yeah, uh, they are definitely moving oh, faster. <laughs> two to three. That thing, jeez. Yeah, it's only two seconds. It's from, a two second, but it is moving. That thing yeah. is booking. Yeah, I don't, from I don't my know, good like, friend Blog Mickey. Yeah, blogmickey.com, That's right. So are we going to have to like wear like like safety harnesses to ride the gondolas? Helmets. Yeah, helmets. helmets. <laughs> Let's see if I can find this. Here, one. sign this waiver before you get on, sir. Yeah. Again, I'm excited for the gondolas. Oh, we know you are. I know. I'm a I'm pro gondola. <laughs> I'm I, afraid of heights. I have put out there that you know Frank over at Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz has tried to uh, tried to scare me off a little bit by saying, "Yeah, you won't be so positive when they decide to replace the monorails with gondolas." And I said, "Actually, I'll just go ahead and change my name to Justin Gondola at that point." <laughs> All right, <laughs> the but Monday love, Morning Gondola Podcast. But, but I love the monorails. <laughs> but that throws off the you know literation. It Remember, does. Ladies I know. Love literation. I know. So we were thinking like Saturday Skyliner or something. Sat- <laughs> Saturday Sundown Skyliner. I don't know. The <laughs> Good Showing that. Gondola Podcast. <laughs> I just hope they're open in August. I think so. I can ride them. I mean, we're testing them right we're, now. We're, know, we're at the crazy. end of February, mm-hmm. and they're these things are moving, moving along. Literally, yeah. Fun fact: Did you know that Expedition Everest stands at 199 feet tall and a half inch or in five inches? Isn't it the tallest? It is the Disney tallest attraction. Yeah, you have to have the red light on if it's, if over, it's over 200. 200. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and it is five inches taller than the Tower of Terror. Yeah. So there you go, Landon. You should make an official trip announcement. Oh, yeah. I'm going to Disney World. Woo! Yeah. You just won the Super Bowl. What are you going to do now? Oh, man. Does that mean I'm a patriot? <laughs> wait, wait. No, no, no. How about this? Landon Doan, you just hosted the 2019 Mouseker Awards. What are you going to do next? I'm going to Disney World, baby. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So, Yay! I'm, yeah, coming down, um, going to visit Sam and mm-hmm. going to visit the mouse. Yep, Samantha Monorail is going to have to put up with my uh, dumb backside for a week. So I apologize in advance, Sam. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. Oh, I'm looking forward to it, too. Like, uh, if fun. you're friends with me on Facebook, I have a T-minus blank days till <laughs> Disney countdown going on. So I'm very excited. I know you're still, the plans are still in flux, but right now, are you thinking all four parks? Yes, all four parks. I'm down there for a week. I don't know what days I'm going to be at the parks, but I am going to go to all four parks because it's been like almost five years since I've been to Walt Disney World. So So much has changed. Oh, I know. And I'm looking forward to seeing it all or trying to at least. And you haven't been to Disney Springs since they changed it. No, I haven't. So, I mean, you're in nice. And like listening to y'all on the podcast talk about it, it's like I am definitely, definitely, definitely going to be spending some time. Time down in uh, Disney Springs, and hopefully at the monorail, we can uh, spend some time down in Disney Springs. Morimoto, Morimoto, yeah. And you said that you're going to try to do both the Void experiences. Yes, I'm definitely going to do the Star Wars one, but I also want to try and do the Wreck It Ralph one, Ralph even though I haven't it. seen Ralph breaks the internet yet. So I'm, I don't think it'll spoil it. Okay, I don't think so. Okay. I think it just it's going to pull in the characters from the new film and stuff, but I don't think it's going to tell you plot points. Um, okay. After that Disney trip where we did the Void, um, I when we got home, I used the Oculus because I really wanted to go back into. VR. <laughs> I I can tell you as somebody who's had some different tastes of VR experiences, whether it be home or actually even back in the old days of Epcot in Interventions, they used to have a VR kind of demonstration, and I did that at one point. But wasn't that like back in the time of like Virtual Boy and stuff like that? I, well, you know, maybe I mean, I'm not calling you old like Frank from Dillo's Diz, but I mean still. <laughs> but but I did do that. The void was something that blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never experienced anything like it. it. It helps that it was in the Star Wars universe because, I mean, come on. If you're going to make something ideal for Justin Monorail, it's in mm-hmm. the Star Wars universe. But it was, aside from Flight of Passage, it was the most amazing thing we did on the, on that trip. And, yeah, you've got to... You've, 
I want I want you to make like a video reaction okay. after after you're done with the void yeah. because I just want to see what your thoughts are. Well, it'll you, change your life. Well, it, it's like you've said that Jay, you've said that I've had friends who have gone and experienced the void, and they like I have a friend who said it almost brought him to tears yeah. afterwards. So I will have a reaction video, and I'm going to be doing a whole bunch of social media yeah. stuff down there because I'm going to be by myself for yeah. like a week. So I, I mean, have, might as well. I have been quoted saying I would rather do the void all day than go to Hollywood Studios all day. That's, it's a, that's an interesting wow. point. Um, I'd rather do the void over and over and over than go to Hollywood Studios. Yeah. So how many hours am I going to end up spending in Hollywood Studios? Like like three? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> well, first so, of all, it's Rock gonna... and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror and Slinky Dog. Oh yeah, Slinky Dog. I, I yeah, all the Toy Story stuff. Toy Story Mania. Um, you got to eat at Woody's Lunchbox. Okay. I would recommend breakfast. Plan okay. plan breakfast at Woody's Lunchbox because okay. it's better than lunch. You got to do Star Tours. Yeah, that's true. So, and Muppet Vision, because it may not be there forever. Oh, that's true. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, that is a great point. Yeah. So, even, even though we're trying to hashtag save the Muppets, that didn't go in so well. We're right trying. Now. We're doing our part, but <laughs> man. Pizza Rizzo. Right. Pizza Rizzo, yeah, still closed, <laughs> unfortunately. Okay, so there's, there's more stuff to do in Hollywood studios uh, than I initially thought. Yeah, so, but I would say um, at this point, you know, people always used to love to tell you Animal Kingdom's a half-day park. You can get everything you need to... As long as crowds aren't crazy, you could get everything you need to do in Hollywood Studios half day. I oh, think. easy, easy. Like, like every, well, I thought it would uh, Hollywood Studios would have been a half day park. And it's funny you say that people's like, yeah, you can do Animal Kingdom in, in a half day. I'm going to spend a whole day at Animal Kingdom. I don't think you can anymore. I love Animal Kingdom. I, because, especially with Pandora. And then Rivers of Light, I know there's like people who love it, oh. people who hate it. I think um, it's worth seeing once. Okay. We... Uh we spent a whole day at Animal Kingdom, and I loved it. Of course, like I'm yeah. a ma- I, I'm a massive mark for Expedition Everest, and I love the Kilimanjaro yeah. Safari. Or- Safari. Safari. Did I just have a stroke? See, the animal interactions are always unique and unlimited. Yeah, Garrett loves the animals. No, funny story. You know what the first animal they put in my face when I walked through the doors of Animal Kingdom was? A tarantula. And I am a massive arachnophobe. Like, like, well, screw it. I'm getting back on the plane going (laughs) back. I've never seen a tarantula in person. Really? I don't recommend it. One out of five. I, I a voice from another <laughs> plane probably, of existence. I probably didn't. I probably looked away from it whenever pe- I there heard was, people talking about it. There was a tarantula. Because I don't remember seeing one. I, you know what? We saw the uh, for the first time, or for me anyway, it was the first time seeing it since I've ever been to Animal Kingdom. Uh, we actually saw Divine when we were there the last oh, really? time. And I thought that was amazing. I think that's a really cool. Do you, do you know about Divine? No, I do not. It's a it's a lady that is kind of on stilts and she's got like a, like arm extension kind of things and she's covered in vines and green paint and stuff. She likes to hang oh, out. Oh, I did see her. Okay, yeah. yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, she's pretty so cool. She is divine. She's divine. Uh, Kevin, Kevin, I see what you did there. I oh, spe- and speaking of Kevin, you'll get to see Kevin at Animal Kingdom, but not me. Not this Kevin, unfortunately. The big bird Kevin walking Unless around. You put me in your suitcase. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, well, I mean, uh, we'll we'll talk. I haven't started the packing <laughs> process. Mean, hey. but, uh, but yeah, I have seen pictures of the Kevin. Like like that thing looks. It awesome. looks really cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, hot take. I'm just going to say this right now. I'm not spending any time in Dino Land USA. That place just needs to be hit by an asteroid. I feel personally attacked. <laughs> okay. That's Not fun. by dinosaur, but the fact that Kevin, <laughs> for the longest time, I forgot that she was a girl, and Kevin is a girl. Kevin is a girl, and I don't like. I don't like that. Well, that makes, makes me feel self conscious about my name now. <laughs> quote Jane Cobb: "Jane ain't a girl's name, and yeah. neither is Kevin." Yeah, uh, yeah, Kevin, uh, don't. No. Kevin ain't a girl. Everybody so, referred to me as Kevin from Up, and I'm like, don't call me that anymore. Kevin has boy parts. <laughs> so we, uh, we we made that joke a couple of times. Um, but I thought you were referring to being attacked by land and saying oh, yeah. Dino well, that Land. that too, because that hurt my but, feelings. But I do want to say this. I still enjoy Dinosaur. That, to me, is fun, even though it's kind of on the outskirts of Dino yeah. Land. I enjoy the ride Dinosaur. Um, Garrett loves that one. You like Dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah, I do. We're um, not gonna make it. We're not gonna make it. I, hey, I by the way, Doctor Seeker, Doctor Seeker nominated for a Mouseker Award. I'm glad he lost. Um, I'm upset. I'm big mad about that. But uh, but Primeval World, you can throw in the garbage. I, I that hate literally that ride. is the people breaker. Primeval I know I called World. the gondola that earlier. That is the people breaker. I mean, I, I realize Triceratops spins fun for the kids. The Boneyard's fun for the kids. I'm not gonna throw that stuff out. But I don't. Like, but like I don't. The Dark need that Ride stuff. itself, like. I'm not a fan of like like the like. Don't get me wrong. I love dinosaurs, but those models—they're showing their age, and that yeah. was when I was down there four years ago. Yeah, well, I don't know. They're about as old as the Jurassic Park ones. 
Well, and, and Universal Hollywood has already torn that yeah. one down. But I will say, it's like, the last time I was down in Orlando, I did go to both parks. And, I mean, yeah, there was some age on the Jurassic Park ones, but... If I had to compare them, I think Universal's done a better job of upkeeping them. them. Yeah. yeah. It's like that that T-Rex, I still vividly remember that T-Rex when you hit that drop and it's like, I'm going to reach out and touch me a predator. That sounded <laughs> weird. <gonna> die. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to Animal Kingdom tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. You're going to Animal Kingdom tomorrow. Um, so far, unsuccessful on Flight of Passage Fast Pass, but I know you're going to keep trying. Yeah. Are you planning... On like what are, what are the main things you want to do tomorrow? Are you just planning on going hanging out and seeing where the day takes you, or do you have um, some things you definitely want to do? Well, I um, made sure that I got a fast pass for Kilimanjaro's safari. Hopefully, you um, see a giraffe give birth. Yeah, yeah, I really want to do that. I'm excited, or something and- give birth. I don't know. <laughs> A human. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very educational day at Animal Kingdom. I keep thinking I'm going to do something crazy like go eat at Tiffin's. <laughs> well, I mean, you could, we, that's one that I would uh, love to get a review on, so you could certainly do that if you would like. Yeah. You okay. Could, you could cause... do me a solid and go find all the Lion King stuff in the park and take pictures of it. And then do me an even bigger solid and go ahead and get in line for Flight of Passage, you know, six weeks out. We can uh, do that, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's hard. I love Flight of Passage. But, like, if you look right now, the wait time is crazy. Yesterday I was looking, and it was right at three and a half hours at one point. And I'm I'm not going to do it. No way. Yeah, no reason to stand by. This is one of those things that, when I was watching the lines over President... Well, okay, two things. My my mind's bouncing all over the place. But let let me say this. I was watching lines over President's Day weekend, and... The standby wait for Flight of Passage was over 350 minutes. And all I could think to myself was, if you are an adult in the Animal Kingdom Park and you make the decision to go get in a line that you know is 350 minutes, you should be arrested. <laughs> because obviously you are irresponsible. That's like almost six hours, right? That's Yeah. yeah it was over five hours. Yeah. I Solid. I think I would like rather die. Why would you do that? I that's would, your whole day. Yeah, that's that's the entire time of the park. You're going to have to eat while you're in line. You're probably going to need a bathroom. By the way, there's no bathrooms in the yeah. Flight of Passage line. You better hold that sucker. Oh, oh I hadn't even thought of that. Ooh. Like, so why? Why would you do that? But anyway. You know, one of the things that Jeremy from Main Street Magic did, um, the Main Street Magic podcast, he and his wife went to Animal Kingdom and they went at the extra magic hours, which is given to people who I, I believe are at a, a resort for a week or, mm-hmm. or I don't know if there's a day yeah. requirement, um, but they got to go an hour early and they went in and went straight to Flight of Passage and they were able to ride it that morning. So. Yeah, if you rope drop it, I, but but even so, even if you rope drop it, you still probably are going to wait an hour unless I've, you're in the yeah. front. I've rope dropped it once and waited an hour and 30 minutes and I was like, not again. But I will say this too. We were talking about uh, Best Q as part of the Ma- Mouseker mm-hmm. Awards. And I've heard that the standby queue for Flight of Passage is really cool. I've seen some videos. It oh, looks you've never really done impressive. standby queue? Oh. We've only done Fast Pass. Yeah, standby queue is awesome. Yeah, I mean, so, the queue is cool, but it's not like, here, let me wait an hour and 30 yeah. minutes for this queue <laughs> instead of just getting a Fast Pass. And, and you were talking, Sam, about extra magic hours. So if you stay even a night at a Walt Disney World resort and uh, or, or one of the partner resorts, you get access to the extra magic hours. So, okay. Yeah. So it's just you just have to be a resort guest. So you you might have to like book get a room one like Pop Century room. for a night. Yeah. What your Sam's couch isn't isn't a no, no, no. Disney resort. It's not. It's not yet. We're we're working on that. But <laughs> certified. Well, okay. Okay. This brings me to a new topic. So we were we're talking fast pass strategy when mm-hmm. you go for your April trip, right? Well, yes. since you're staying on couch day Sam <laughs> you only get 30 days to yes. book fast passes and and uh, as of the recording I'm two weeks out from my window opening right if you stay at a Walt Disney World Resort you get 60 days so here's the thing people used to book a couple of nights a night at like Cheaters. at pop century or, or all-star music because it's the cheapest one mm-hmm. right go ahead and book a night so you get that 60-day window and then they would cancel the reservation 
This I think a couple weeks ago, Disney said we're not allowing this anymore. If if you book fast passes that are tied to a stay at the resort and you cancel the room, cancel they the cancel the fast passes. So all you cheaters out there, yeah, I feel like that's common sense. You're on like, notice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like that's common sense. You yeah, know? if you cancel the reservation, you lose your fast passes. Yeah, because mm-hmm. if I like when I worked at a hotel, if you cancel your reservation, you you're not coming. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> there's that. So yeah. why would you still have fast passes? <laughs> but for Florida locals, it might not be a bad strategy. Again, we talk so much about your your most valuable currency it's at Disney time. is time, right? Well, so often you're making this decision of money versus time. If there's a room available for 90 bucks at All Star Music, is that worth it to save you six hours of standing in a in a fast pass line or a, a standby line? Right. If if there's a chance you could get a fast pass, so. I think that's the first time I've heard you refer to yourself as Florida lo- locals. Well, I kind of like that. This well, is, this is nice. <laughs> I know. Right now, I'm right now I'm um I'm a quote unquote Florida local. You're local. Yeah. You're a local. Oh wow. Sam, Sam's a local. Yeah, I uh, I find um, good restaurants that only the locals go to now. So that's oh how cool gosh. I am. <laughs> yeah, you told me about a restaurant where they serve beer in a boot, and I want to drink that boot when I come visit. Yes, and they have guys singing, and um, uh, they're doing the oi, 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 really loud and everything. <laughs> yeah, it's so just, much fun. Well, they do that at Beer Garden at Epcot, right? So this yes. is like a mini Beer Garden experience. Dilly dilly. No, a, no, that's a, that's done. <laughs> the mountain dead. killed him. <laughs> it's a cheaper uh, beer garden. Yeah, it's called like Hollowback. Uh, Hollowback is it? <laughs> Wait, no, Hollowback. Or maybe it's Hollowback Willow Tree or something. Is Gwen Stefani there? Is she yes. replacing Ellen? <laughs> Gwen Stefani's. <laughs> Hollaback, a German restaurant. <laughs> that makes as, much, makes as much sense as anything. German <laughs> <laughs> food. <laughs> All right, guys, let's wrap this up. Thanks so much for pontificating with me this afternoon about the future of one of our beloved parks. And thanks for hosting and participating and presenting for the Mouskers. Of course. Yeah. It's an honor to be here per usual. Yeah. I'll um, see y'all at the after party uh, at the Mouse's ear. <laughs> Wait, no, the, the mouses are... By the way, mousers? this is a local reference, so those of you who are not Tennessee locals... Google it. Mouses yeah. here. Uh, no, don't, don't Google it. <laughs> not safe for work. <laughs> don't Google it. It is not Disney-related. Um, and keep that off of your internet browsing history. <laughs> or do it in a private browser. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Incognito. There you go. Oh, yeah. God. Just don't do it at work. <laughs> yeah. So Clear, clear cash history. <laughs> But anyway, Landon, you were a fantastic host for the Mouskers. Thanks so much. Hopefully, you'll consider being a host again next year. And and between now and then, please don't put out any sexist, racist, (laughs) any of that kind of stuff on social media or any of your stand-up acts because we'll have to cut you. I understand. Uh, I'll let my handlers who do my social media know to uh, kind of tone it back. Yeah, please, please do. Watch your tweets. Garrett, thank you for presenting. Kevin, thank you for presenting. McKenna, thank you for presenting. And Sam. She's behind me. So I'm not facing the camera, and I keep forgetting to say Sam was a presenter as well. Thank you so much. You guys did great. It was fun to kind of kick back and watch and be a, be a silent participant in this one, be more of a director. So, guys, we want to hear from you. Tell us what you thought about the Mouskers. Tell us what you think about the future of Epcot. What do you think about the news? We want to hear all about it. At Morning Monorail is our Twitter. Monday Morning Monorail, Facebook, Instagram. We're on YouTube. I'm considering, don't hold me to this, at some point we're going to have a website. Oh I'm gonna do it, but for now I don't. I what don't about a website? SoundCloud? We do have a voicemail that you guys can call anytime, and if you leave us a voicemail, I promise I'll play it on this podcast unless it's dirty, vulgar. Well, okay, I was gonna say I'll call in while I'm down at Disney. As long as it's Disney related, it's funny and it's kid friendly. Um, I will play your voicemail on this podcast. Yes. Someday I'll have a website where I can p- post my games when I'm done with them. That's right. This is Gummy Bear King right here. Gummy Bear Gummy, Games. Gummy Bear Games. Gummy Bear Games on YouTube. Gummy Bear King Two on Twitter. And you can follow him and make sure to subscribe. He's trying to get to that big one hundo mark. So I'm very close. He's very close. We'll get you there. Yeah. Uh, to my right, our host for today, Landon the Dawzdone. He's at Landoz. L-A-N-D-O-Z. Please go follow me, Landon Doan. I'm the best. Landon Doan, not the rest. Forever, ever follow him on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll work on that last line. It's pretty good. Yeah. 
And also, you can go to buttmuchchips.com. But and fi- oh, speaking of uh, old friend of mine, uh, we used to do a wrestling podcast, Will Rab. He and I are heading back to the studios for the R&D podcast. R&D? What's this? Mm-hmm. Um, Rab and Doan. Nice. Yeah. R&D. Hold on. I have something to say about my plug. Um, Sorry. So I think they're going to the wrong place because there are multiple ones. Okay. That, and all of them, they don't have the same name as me, but they appear way higher on the list than I do. You have to scroll like really far down. Just make sure it's set to channel on YouTube. And um, I'm the one, I have like a drawn profile picture and I have 95 subscribers right now. Yeah, the picture is his little um, drawing of like his internet. Character. Uh, I'll change. I'll change. I'll change the about section um, to be hi. I'm Chicken Nugget slash Garrett Monorail slash yeah. Gummy Bear Games. So Let's you get know into a hundo. who it is. Triple digits. Kevin, you are double O underscore Kevin, right? Yes, I on Twitter. I remembered it. Yeah, it's it's D O U B L E O H underscore Kevin. Yeah. Not not the bird Kevin because that's a lady Bond. James Bond. <laughs> but Michael Scarn. <laughs> go, go find him on Twitter. You can also hear him on the Mouse Knows Best podcast every Sunday. And Geek Vibe Nation. He's got a blog. Wow. Yeah. I've been on here a lot. I know your stuff, man. <laughs> hey, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to up my host game, so I've got to do better about this stuff. McKenna's on Twitter. She doesn't want you to follow her. Sam is on Twitter. She, you can follow her. Yeah. Yeah. She likes it when you follow her. Samantha yeah. Monorail. And uh, are you Jolie Sammy on Twitter? Yes. Yep. And I'm the Croots on Twitter. Why if you want to follow me, because that's yes. how you have to say the Croots. Oh, okay. He got hyped. Yeah. I, I understand. C R E U T Z. The Croots. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. Join us again next week. We will be returning to our regularly scheduled programming. Actually, maybe, maybe not, because Assuming we've got another big one coming up. Hmm? Assuming we're not flooded. Assuming we're not flooded. That's yeah, right. I, I actually got to take the jungle, uh, jungle cruise to get home. So I'll see y'all later. <laughs> Ariel's my ride. The back of a waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings and please watch your step as you exit. (laughs) See y'all.